Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Joining me today, hot off the Ivy League championship and a great regular season, getting ready for March Madness, is Coach Jones from Yale. Coach, thanks so much for joining the podcast today. You're welcome, Jared. Good to be with you. So, Coach, I want to start looking back on the season you had for, for those who might just be tuning in, you know, now that it's March Madness time, take us through your thoughts on, on your team's play to this point, because I, I know you and your team ha- had a very successful season here. Well, you know, we got off to a slow start, mainly because of uh, some injuries. Uh, we had no post guys available to us to start the year. Uh, we had to start a three-man at the five and a three-man at the four, so we were undersized in most every game we played, and you know, what What made it more difficult was that um, that was our non-conference part of the schedule. And we're playing against teams that are bigger than the teams that we have in our league. And the fact that we had no post guys made it difficult. So we struggled somewhat to start the year and try to figure out who we were. Um, and uh, we have since, you know, made a change in the starting lineup, um, got some guys back healthy and uh, we're playing much better. And, you know, we did a really good job in our league and, you know, with 13 and three in our last 16 games. Looking at the roster, I know there, there are some names that people might be familiar with who, who have been with the program for a few years. But again, for, for those who might be tuning in to, to watch your program, maybe for the first time this season in the NCAA tournament, take us through a, a few guys that, that people should be on the lookout for. Well, you know, um, you know, Azar Swain is going to be uh, put it at the top of everybody's list. He's the guy that's on on the top of everybody's scouting report. Um, and he's done a great job for us at scoring the ball. Uh, ton of energy, um, tough as nails. And, you know, he's the second leader scorer in the league. He's the, the unanimous first-team all-league player and has made big shot after big shot for us. Jalen Gabadon, who's our senior captain, was a defensive play, co-defensive player of the year last year for us. And he does a really nice job as well at uh, defending and scoring the ball. And Matt Noling, who's a sophomore but didn't play his freshman year because we didn't have a season, has done a great job for us at scoring the ball at the basket as an undersized four. Um, so those three guys kind of spearhead what we do to start. And Bez Inbang is a freshman first-year player who runs the point for us and did really, really good defensively and had a great game in the um, final against uh, Princeton where he went, had a double-double with 13 points and 11 rebounds from the point guard spot. And talking to you uh, in your first question here, we, we, you talked a bit about the, the non-conference schedule. And I think one thing that, that's so impressive for, for you and your team is, is I think you went up against four teams that, that are now in the field of 68 here. How do you feel that that not tough non-conference schedule get, gets you ready for a moment like this? And, you know, whether it was, you know, getting you ready for an Ivy League title or now for the NCAA tournament. Well, you know, that's what you do. So, like, um, one reason why we have such a difficult non-conference schedule is because we want to find some warts on our team. We want to mm-hmm. find some things that we need to get better at. Um, and we did that. And, you know, one of the problems that we had non-conference, we consistently tried to drive the ball in the paint and try to score with bigger, longer guys, and shots got blocked. So hopefully we learned that lesson, and we'll be better off when we get to uh, play in this uh, NCAA tournament. 
when you look at the the matchup you guys have against Purdue, at one point they were the number one team in the country. What are some early thoughts from your perspective in this matchup against Purdue? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is their size, their overwhelming size at the five spot. You know, the Edie kid is, you know, for lack of a better term, one of my uh, former assistants coined this phrase, he's ginormous. <laughs> like, he, he's, he's a really big human being. And uh, he's just a load to try to move. And, you know, he's seven four and 300 pounds or so. So, you know, he's an immovable, immovable force for the most part. So that's an issue. And then Jaden Ivey, who I had um, in uh, with USA Basketball when we went to Latvia, um, he was on a team, and I got to know Jaden really well. And he is a good athlete in the uh, NCAA tournament as anybody going to be. And, you know, he's going to end up being a um, lottery pick next year. So, you know, we have to contend with him. Um, and then the Williams kid off the bench who splits time at the five, he's uh, much more versatile than Edie. Not as big, but much more versatile. And he caused a lot of other problems. So we're going to have our hands full. But, you know, that's what this time of year is all about. Like, you want to play against the best. And you want to have an opportunity to see how you fare. In terms of the teams you played in the non-conference, is there a game you look back on there that you kind of feel, you know, gives you a sense of what it's like to play Purdue? I mean, just just talking straight up uh, in terms of the size, you know, Auburn's one of the bigger teams in the country. What what did you maybe take away from that game against Auburn that you might be able to apply here? Yeah, like I said, that, that like you know, we're, we're not going to be able to drive the ball and get to the rim and finish. Because they're going to have shot blockers in there. Like in our conference, we don't have too many shot blockers at the rim where if you drive it, you know, you'll have a difficult time to score. So, you know, here, if you're going to go up and there's Williams or there's Edie at the basket, he's standing in the middle of the paint, you know, it's going to be hard to score over. So we have to be smarter and make better plays. And, and I'm certain that we will. Certain that we will. I, I want to ask, I think this year, your conference in, in the Ivy League was was very competitive, one of the most competitive years we've seen. What, what were your thoughts on, on the Ivy this year and, and how it's prepared you for a moment like this in the NCAA tournament? Well, um, you know, we have a very good conference. And like you said, it was very competitive, up and down. Um, you know, we feel pretty good about what we were able to do. And, you know, the preparation is such that we had to go up against a lot of good uh, one-on-one players. The kid Jordan Dingle from from Penn is a great one-on-one player. You know, similar to Ivy, and he gets scoring all in three different levels: the three driving and getting all the way to the rim and pull-ups. Um, then you had uh, the kid uh, Noah Kirkwood, another great one-on-one player that can score on a bunch of different levels. So we we've seen a high-level player, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things go. Like if you take the best players in our league, you know they can be successful at the highest leagues. My former player. Uh, Paul Atkinson was a honorable mention uh, all ACC player. So, you know, that being said, there are guys that Mike Smith went to Michigan and, you know, led them to um, the NCAA tournament a year ago. So there are a lot of guys in our league that are really good. So um, we've been prepared that way. You've been in this position before. You, you've been a 14 seed. You, you almost uh, pulled the upset over LSU the last time. You, you've pulled upsets in the NCAA tournament before. What do you think it takes for, for a team like Yale, uh, you know, that, that's going to come into a matchup like this undersized to, to take down one of, the, one of the bigger teams in college basketball? Well, we have to play really connected, right? We got we to make shots and stay really connected and on a defensive end. Uh, you know, we've been a pretty good defensive team this year, and we're going to have to show out and make sure we get stopped and have a little luck go our way. I mean, it's going to take a lot of different things. We were able to beat Baylor. 
when we were a 12 seed um, a few years back in 2016. And, you know, we had a, a guy get hot in Makai Mason who had 30 points in the game. And that, that won't hurt if Makai, if, uh, if Azar Swain goes to 30, that won't hurt. <laughs> I'll get you out of here on the, on this one. You know, I know, I know looking back at, at the 2020 season, you know, you, you guys were a team that looked like you could contend for a spot in the NCAA tournament last year. You guys didn't play. How much does this mean to you and your team to, to be back out and playing and have a chance to compete in the NCAA tournament? Well, I, I'll tell it to you this way. We spent a year apart from each other on Zoom, uh, doing a lot of stuff on social justice um, and, 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 and equity and inclusion. Uh, we we uh, did Zooms with uh, Brad Stevens and um, all different basketball coaches around the country and GM from the NBA and just to stay connected. And, um, you know, when we got on the floor for the first time this year in September in our first practice, um, I was amazed um, at how happy my guys were. And I'll never forget the smile that was on E.J. Jarvis's face, who's one of our uh, juniors. He was just so happy and ecstatic to be on the floor. So um, that, uh, that I will remember my entire life. Um, and so to answer your question, it's great to be back playing and competing and, and having a chance to go play in the NCAA tournament. This is something that doesn't happen often for, and for everybody. You know, um, Harvard went to the NCAA five years in a row. And if you were to ask anybody at that time, would they, would they miss the next seven years, they would have thought you were crazy. So you don't know when, you don't know when this is going to be fleeting and it's not going to happen again. Uh, I'm certain that, 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 that Tommy Amaker and Harvard will get back and be really good, but you don't take these, these opportunities for granted. So you need, we need to go out and play because you never know when we're going to get another opportunity. Well, Coach, I, I really appreciate the time. Best of luck as you, you wrap up uh, preparing for this game. Safe travels up to Milwaukee, and uh, best of luck in the tournament. Thank you, brother. You be good, Jared. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Cotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.